Welcome to Dreamful Podcast, bedtime stories for slumber. I would like to start off this episode by thanking our newest Patreon supporter, Cardo Turner. Thank you so much, Cardo, and I hope you have the sweetest of dreams. If you find value in Dreamful and would also like to contribute to the show, please visit dreamfulstories.com where you can find info about the show and on the support page, there's a link to leave a one-time donation with PayPal, get bonus episodes linked to Spotify with Supercast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, or become a Patreon subscriber for bonus episodes and other perks. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. When we get something new, it usually comes with a set of instructions or help guide so we can feel confident moving forward. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with instructions, so when we start something new, whether it be a new relationship, a new job, or a new year, it's easy to feel unsure if we're doing things right. A therapist can help you navigate new experiences, which makes them comparable to a user manual for your life. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash dreamful. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash dreamful. For this episode, I will be telling the Slavic folktale of Ivan Slarovich, the Firebird, and the Grey Wolf. So, snuggle up in your blankets and have sweet dreams. In a certain kingdom, in a certain land, lived a Tsar. He had three sons, Dmitri, Vasily, and Ivan. The Tsar had a garden so rich that in no land was there better. In the garden grew many precious trees, with fruit and without fruit, the Tsar had one favorite apple tree, and on that tree grew apples, all golden. The firebird used to fly to the garden of the Tsar. She had wings of gold, and eyes like crystals of the east, and she used to fly to the garden every night, sit on the favorite apple tree, pluck from it golden apples, and then fly away. The Tsar grieved greatly over that apple tree because the firebird plucked from it 
many apples. Therefore he called his three sons and said, My dear children, whichever one of you can catch the firebird in my garden and take her alive, to him I will give during my life one half of the kingdom, and at my death I will give it all. Then the sons cried out in one voice, Gracious Sovereign, our Father, we will try with great pleasure to take the firebird alive. The first night, Dmitri Sarvich went to watch in the garden and sat under the apple tree, from which the firebird had been plucking the apples. He fell asleep and did not hear the firebird when she came, nor when she plucked many apples. Next morning, the Tsar called his son Dmitri and asked, Well, my dear son, have you seen the firebird? No, gracious sovereign, my father. She came not last night. The next night, Vasily Sarvich went to the garden to watch the firebird. He sat under the same apple tree, and in a couple of hours fell asleep so soundly that he did not hear the firebird when she came, nor when she plucked apples. Next morning, the Tsar called him and asked, Well, my dear son, have you seen the firebird? Gracious Sovereign, my father, she came not last night. The third night, Ivan Sarvich went to watch in the garden and sat under the same apple tree he sat an hour, a second, and a third. All at once, the whole garden was lighted up, as if by many fires. The firebird flew hither, perched on the apple tree, and began to pluck apples. Ivan stole up to her so warily that he caught her tail, but could not hold the bird. She tore off, flew away, and there remained in the hand of Ivan Starvich but one feather of the tail, which he held very firmly. Next morning, the moment the Tsar woke from his sleep, Ivan went to him and gave him the feather of the firebird. The Tsar was greatly delighted that his youngest son had been able to get even one feather of the firebird. This feather was so wonderful and bright 
that when he carried into a dark chamber, it shone as if a great multitude of tapers were lighted in that place. The Tsar put the feather in his cabinet as a thing to be guarded forever. From that time forth, the firebird flew to the garden no more. The Tsar again called to his sons and said, My dear children, I give you my blessing. Set out, find the firebird, and bring her to me alive. And what I promised at first, he will surely receive who brings me the bird. Dmitri and Vasily began to cherish hatred against their youngest brother because he had pulled the feather from the tail of the firebird. They took their father's blessing and both went to find the firebird. Ivan, too, began to beg his father's blessing. The Tsar said to him, My dear son, my darling child, you are still young, unused to such a long and difficult journey. Why should you part from me? Your brothers have gone. Now if you go too, and all three of you fail to return for a long time, and if, during your absence, the Lord takes my life, who would rule in my place? There might be rebellion too, or disagreement among our people. There would be no one to stop it, or if an enemy should invade our land, there would be no one to command our men. But no matter how the Tsar tried to detain Ivan, he could not avoid letting him go at his urgent prayer. Ivan Tsarevich took a blessing of his father, chose a horse, and rode away. He rode on, not knowing himself where, Riding by the path by the road, whether it was near or far, high or low, a tale is soon told, but a deed's not soon done. At last, he came to the green meadows. In the open field, a pillar stands, and on the pillar, these words are written. Whoever goes from the pillar straight forward will be hungry and cold. Whoever goes to the right hand will be healthy and well, but his horse will be dead. Whoever goes to the left hand will be killed himself, but his horse will be living and well. Ivan read the inscription and went to the right hand holding in mind that though his horse might be killed, he would remain alive and might in time get another horse. He rode one day, a second, and a third. 
All at once, an enormous gray wolf came out against him and said, Oh, is that you, tender youth Ivan Sarovich? You have read on the pillar that your horse will be dead. Why have you come here then? The wolf said these words, tore Ivan Sarovich's horse in two, and went to one side. Ivan grieved greatly for his horse. He cried bitterly and went forward on foot. He walked all day and was unspeakably tired. He was going to sit down and rest when all at once the gray wolf caught up to him and said, I am sorry for you, Ivan Sarovich. You are tired from walking. I am sorry that I ate your horse. Will sit on me, the old wolf, and tell me where to bear you, and tell me where to take you, and why. Ivan Sarovich told the gray wolf where he had to go, and the gray wolf shot ahead with him swifter than a horse. After a time, just at nightfall, he brought Ivan Sarovich to a stone wall, not very high, halted, and said, Now Ivan Sarovich, come down from the gray wolf, climb over that stone wall, on the other side is a garden, and in the garden the firebird in a golden cage. Take the firebird, but touch not the cage. If you take the cage, you won't escape. They will seize you straight away. Ivan Sarvech climbed over the wall into the garden, saw the firebird in the golden cage, and was greatly tempted by the cage. He took the bird out and was going back, but changed his mind and thought, why have I taken the bird without the cage? Where can I put her? He returned, but had barely taken down the cage when there was a hammering and thundering throughout the whole garden for there were wires attached to the cage. The watchman woke up at that moment, ran to the garden, caught Ivan Sarvich and the firebird, and took him to the Tsar, who was called Dolmat. Tsar Dolmat was terribly enraged at Ivan, and shouted at him in loud, angry tones, it is not a shame for thee, young man, to steal. But who art thou? Of what land? Of what father a son? And how do they call you? By name? Ivan Sarvich replied, I am from Vislav's kingdom, the son of Tsar Andronovich, and they call me Ivan Sarvich.
Your firebird used to fly to our garden each night and pluck golden apples from my father's favorite apple tree and destroyed almost the whole tree. Therefore, my father has sent me to find the firebird and bring it to him. O oh, youthful young man, Ivan Sarovich, said Tsar Dolmat, is it fitting to do as you have done? You should have come to me, and I would have given you the firebird with honor. But now it will be well for you when I send to all lands to declare how dishonorably you have acted in my kingdom. Listen, however, Ivan Sarovich, if you will do me a service, if you will go beyond the thrice ninth land to the thirteenth kingdom, and get for me, from Sar Afron, the golden mane steed, I will forgive your offense, and give you the firebird with great honor. If not, I will publish in all kingdoms that you are a dishonorable thief. Ivan Sarvich went away from Sardomat in great grief, promising to obtain for him the golden main steed. He came to the gray wolf and told him all that Sardomat had said. Oh, is that you, youthful young man, Ivan Sarvich? Why did you disobey my words and take the golden cage? I have offended in thy sight, said Ivan to the gray wolf. Well, let that go. Sit on me, and I will take you wherever you want. Ivan Sarvich sat on the back of the gray wolf. The wolf was as swift as an arrow, and ran, whether it was long or short, till he came at last to the kingdom of Sarafran in the nighttime. Coming to the white-walled stables, the gray wolf said, Go, Ivan Sarovich, into these white-walled stables and take the golden mane steed. On the wall hangs the golden bridle, but take not the bridle, or it will go ill for you. Ivan entered the white-walled stables, took the steed, and was coming back. But he saw on the walls the golden bridle, and was so tempted that he took it from the nail. That moment, there went a thunder and a noise throughout the stables, because strings were tied to the bridle. The grooms on guard woke up in that moment, rushed in, seized Ivan, and took him to Sar Afrin. Sar Afrin began to question him, O oh, youthful young man, tell me from what land you are, 
of what father or son, and how do they call you by name? To this, Ivan replied, I am from Vislav's kingdom, the son of Tsar Vislav, and they call me Ivan Tsarevich. O youthful young man, Ivan Tsarevich, said Tsar Afrin, was that which you have done, the deed of an honorable knight? I would have given you golden mane steed with honor. But now, it will be well for you when I send to all lands a declaration of how dishonorably you have acted in my kingdom. Hear me, however, Ivan. If you will do me a service and go beyond the thrice ninth land to the thirtieth kingdom and bring to me Princess Yelena the Beautiful, with whom I am in love, heart and soul for a long time, but whom I cannot obtain. I will pardon your offense and give you the golden mane steed with honor. And if you will not do me the service, I will declare in all lands that you are a dishonorable thief. Ivan Sarvich promised Sarafran to bring Yelena the beautiful, left the palace, and fell to crying bitterly. He came to the gray wolf and told him all that had happened. Oh, Ivan Sarvich, thou youthful young man, said the gray wolf, why did you disobey me and take the golden bridle? I have offended in thy sight, said Ivan. Well, let that go, replied the wolf. Sit on me. I will take you wherever need be. Ivan Sarvich sat on the back of the gray wolf, who ran as swiftly as an arrow flies and he ran in such fashion as to be told in tale no long time. And at last, he came to the kingdom of Yelena the Beautiful. Coming to the golden fence, which surrounded her wonderful garden, the wolf said, Now, Ivan Sarvich, Come down from me and go back by the same road along which we came and wait in the field under the green oak. Ivan went where he was commanded, but the gray wolf sat near the golden fence and waited till Yelena the Beautiful should walk in the garden. Toward evening, when the sun was sinking low in the west. Therefore, it was not very warm in the air. Princess Yelena went to walk in the garden with her maidens and court ladies. When she entered the garden and approached the place where the gray wolf was sitting behind the fence, 
He jumped out suddenly, caught the princess, sprang back again, and bore her away with all his power and might. He came to the green oak in the open field where Ivan was waiting and said, Ivan Sarvich, sit on me quickly. Ivan sat on him and the gray wolf bore them both along swiftly to the kingdom of Sar Afrin. The nurses and maidens and all the court ladies who had been walking in the garden with the princess ran straight away to the palace and sent pursuers to overtake the gray wolf. But no matter how they ran, they could not overtake him and turned back. Ivan Sarvich while sitting on the gray wolf with the princess, came to love her with his heart. And she, Ivan Sarvich. And when the gray wolf arrived at the kingdom of Tsar Afrin, and Ivan Sarvich had to take Yelena to the palace and give her to the Tsar, he grew very sad and began to weep tearfully. What are you weeping for, Ivan? asked the gray wolf. My friend, why should I, good youth, not weep? I have formed a heartfelt love for Yelena the Beautiful, and now I must give her to Sar Afrin for the golden mane steed. And if I yield her not, then Sar Afrin will dishonor me in all lands. I have served thee much, Ivan, said the gray wolf, and I will do yet this service. Listen to me. I will turn myself into a princess, Yelena the Beautiful. You will give me to Tsar Afrin and take from him the golden mane steed. He will think me the real princess. And when you are sitting on the steed, and riding far away, I will beg of Sar Afrin permission to walk in the open field. When he lets me go with the maidens and nurses, and all the court ladies, and I am with them in the open field, remember me, and I will come to you. The gray wolf spoke these words, struck the damp earth, and became Princess Yelena the Beautiful, so that it was not possible in any way to know that the wolf was not the princess. Ivan Sarvich told Yelena to wait outside the town and took the gray wolf to the palace of Tsar Afrin. When Ivan came with the pretended princess, Sar Afrin was greatly delighted in his heart that he had received a treasure which he had long desired. He took the false maiden and gave Ivan Sarvich 
the golden mane steed. Ivan Sarvech mounted the steed and rode out of the town. Seated Yelena the beautiful with him and rode on, holding his way toward the kingdom of Sardomat. The gray wolf lived with Sarafran a day, a second, and a third. On the fourth day, he went to Sarafran, begging to go out in the open field to walk, to drive away cruel grief and sorrow. Then the Tsar said, Oh, my beautiful princess Yelena, I will do everything for you. I will let you go to the field to walk. And straight away, he commanded the nurses, the maidens, and all the court ladies to go to the open field and walk with the beautiful princess. Ivan Sarvech was riding along his road and path with Yelena the Beautiful, talking with her, and he had forgotten about the gray wolf, but afterward remembered. Oh, where is my gray wolf? All at once, from wherever he came, the wolf stood before Ivan and said, Ivan Sarvech, sit on me, the gray wolf, and let the beautiful princess ride on the golden mane steed. Ivan Sarvech sat on the gray wolf, and they went toward the kingdom of Sardomat. Whether they journeyed long or short, when they had come to the kingdom, they stopped about three versts from the capital town, and Ivan Sarvich began to implore. Listen to me, Grey Wolf, my dear friend. You have shown me many a service. Show me the last one now, and the last one is this. Could you not turn to a golden mane steed? instead of this one, for I do not like to part with this horse. The gray wolf struck the damp earth and became a golden mane steed. Ivan Sarvich, leaving Princess Yelena in the green meadow, sat on the gray wolf and went to the palace of Sardamat. The moment he came, Sardomat saw that Ivan Sarvich was riding on the golden mane steed, and he rejoiced greatly. Straightway, he went out of the palace, met Ivan in the broad court, took him by the right hand, and led him into the white stone chambers. Sardomat, on the occasion of such great joy, 
gave orders for a feast, and they sat at the oaken table. They ate, they drank, they amused themselves, and rejoiced exactly two days. And on the third day, Tsar Domat gave Ivan Tsarevich the firebird together with a golden cage. Ivan took the firebird, went outside the town, sat on the golden mainstay together with Yelena, and went toward his own native place, toward the kingdom of Sarvislav. Sardomat, the next day, thought to take a ride through the open field on his golden mane steed. He ordered them to saddle him. He sat on the horse and rode to the open field. The moment he urged the horse, the horse threw Sardomat off his back, became the gray wolf as before, ran off, and came up to Ivan Sarvich. Ivan Sarvich, he said, sit on me, the gray wolf, and let Yelena the beautiful ride on the golden mane steed. Ivan sat on the gray wolf, and they went their way. When the gray wolf had brought Ivan to the place where he had torn his horse. He stopped and said, I have served you sufficiently with faith and truth. On this spot, I tore your horse in two. To this spot, I have brought you. Come down from me, the gray wolf. You have a golden mane steed. Sit on him and go wherever you need. I am no longer your servant. The gray wolf said these words and ran to one side. Ivan wept bitterly for the gray wolf and went on with his beautiful princess. When he was within 20 verse of his own kingdom, he stopped dismounted, and he and the beautiful princess rested from the heat of the sun under a tree. He tied the golden mane steed to the same tree and put the cage of the firebird by his side. Lying on the soft grass, they talked pleasantly and fell asleep. At that time, the brothers of Ivan, Dmitri and Vasily, after traveling through many lands without finding the firebird, were on their way home with empty hands and came unexpectedly upon their brother with the beautiful princess. Seeing the golden mane steed and the firebird in the cage, they were greatly tempted and thought of killing their brother Ivan. Dmitri took his own sword out of the scabbard, stabbed Ivan 
and cut him to pieces. Then he woke the beautiful princess and asked, Beautiful maiden, of what land are you? Of what father or daughter? And how do they call you by name? The beautiful princess, seeing Ivan dead, was terribly frightened. She began to shed bitter tears. And in her tears, she said, I am Princess Yelena the Beautiful, Ivan Sarvich, whom you have given to a cruel death, got me. If you were good knights, you would have gone with him into the open field and conquered him there. But you killed him when he was asleep. And what fame will you receive for yourselves? The sleeping man is the same as a dead one. Then Dmitri put his sword to the heart of Yelena and said, Hear me, princess. You are now in our hands. We will take you to our father, the Tsar. You will tell him that we got you and the firebird and the golden mane steed. If not, we will give you death this minute. The princess, afraid of death, swore to do all they asked. Then Vasily took the princess and placed her on his horse. Dmitri sat on the golden mane steed and took the firebird to give to their father. And they went their way. Ivan Sarovich lay dead on that spot for thirty days. Then the grey wolf ran up, knew it was Ivan, wanted to aid him, to bring him to life, but knew not how. Just then the grey wolf saw a raven with two young ones who were flying above the body. The wolf hid behind a bush, and when the young ravens had come down and were ready to eat the body, he sprang out, caught one, and was going to tear it in two. Then the raven came down, sat a little way from the grey wolf, and said, O oh, grey wolf, touch not my young child, it has nothing to do with you. Listen to me, raven, said the grey wolf. I will not touch your child. I will let it go unharmed, and well, if you will do me a service. Fly beyond the thrice ninth land to the thirtieth kingdom, and bring me the water of death and the water of life. I will do that but touch not my son. Having said these words, the raven flew away and soon disappeared from sight. On the third day, the raven returned, bringing two vials 
in one, the water of life, in the other, the water of death, and gave them both to the gray wolf. The wolf took the vials, tore the young raven in two, sprinkled it with the water of death. A little raven grew together. He sprinkled it with water of life, and the raven sprang up and flew away. The gray wolf sprinkled Ivan Sarvich with the water of death. The body grew together. He sprinkled it with the water of life. Ivan Sarvich stood up and exclaimed, Oh, how long I have slept. You would have slept forever had it not been for me. Your brothers cut you to pieces and carried off Princess Yelena with the golden mane steed and the firebird. Now hurry with all speed to your own country. Vasily will marry your bride today. To reach home quickly, sit on me and I will carry you. Ivan sat on the gray wolf. The wolf ran with him to the kingdom of Sarveslav. And whether it was long or short, he ran to the edge of town. Ivan sprang from the gray wolf, walked into the town, and found that his brother Vasily had married the princess and had returned with her from the ceremony and was sitting with her at the feast. Ivan entered the palace and when the princess saw him, she sprang up from the table, kissed him, and cried out, This is my dear bridegroom, Ivan Sarvich, and not that scoundrel at the table. Then, Sarvislav rose from his place and asked the meaning of these words. Yelena the Beautiful told the whole truth, told how Ivan had won her, the golden mane steed, and the firebird, how his elder brother had killed him while asleep, and how they had terrified her into saying that they had won everything. The Tsar was terribly enraged at Dmitri and Vasily and cast them into prison. But Ivan married Yelena and lived with her in harmony and love so that one of them could not exist a single minute without the other.